Drink till we're married. Cheers. Real conversation. No, because when I get to that point where I'm done, I'm done. Goodbye. And you're not blasted on Facebook for being broke. I would have blasted you. (laughs) (laughs) You missed it. Here go the passcode to my savings account. The one that ain't got but like $200. (laughs) Hey guys, we're back for another episode of Drink Till We're Married. Geek Goddess is here. Hey, Cutie is here. And this is episode 61. Woo woo. Woo woo. <laughs> I love happy that. about every single episode. episode. No. We love what we do. It's another opportunity for us to converse with each other. Yes. Again, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, this is simply a conversation amongst girlfriends about relationships over a crafty cocktail courtesy of Hey Cutie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, so what are we drinking on this week? So this week we are drinking on Portion de Muerto. So it's a Halloween themed uh, beverage, which once you see the picture, you will understand why. So it's made with tequila. And I actually purchased this tequila when I was in Cancun. So it's only tequila you can buy in Mexico and it's Esperanto. It's also beet juice, fresh orange juice, fresh lemon juice, agave syrup, and bitter, orange bitters. And it's garnished with a fresh orange slice. So actually put it together, you float the beet juice on top. So it kind of it's poured over what crushed ice, so it kind of drizzles down through the drink, which makes it look kind of Halloweenish, like blood running down. Yes, it actually it does look like blood. So I love that. I love the whole like goriness of yes. it, and it tastes good. I know you don't really. I mean, I haven't gotten to the point where I actually taste the beet juice, but it's pretty good. It is good. Cheers. Cheers. Look, there's no clink because like. My glass is empty. <laughs> <laughs> but it's definitely a good drink. I wasn't sure. Like I was saying, we were on Facebook Live. So please tune in on Mondays. That's when we record. And we actually do a live portion before we start recording the actual podcast. But I was saying I've never used orange bitters in any of my drinks either. And, of course, never use beet juice, but yeah. it's really good. I guess the lemon juice and the orange juice, you know, and the tequila. It is. So, you know, the only time I I drink or have beet juice, there, there's the, the healthy home market yes. off of East Boulevard in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. I literally only go there whenever I've been working out somewhere in that vicinity. So, again, there's like a yoga spot off Park Road okay. or Fit Camp. You know, there was six weeks of Eight weeks of fit camp. I think I did six weeks of it. <laughs> and so leaving Freedom Park, but they have a beet, like juice, like they, they sell like these natural juices or whatever. Okay. And they have a beet one that's really, really good. Okay. But I'm never de- like dedicated enough to like juice at home. Yeah. Like, so um, I'm good, juicing though. at home. <laughs> good for you. And that's why it was so funny. I came across the recipe and I'm like, oh, I have beets. <laughs> So random. I'm so proud of you. I'm trying, but I mean, so I went away last weekend, so I, of course, wasn't juicing while I was away, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I had chicken like every day. It's good, yeah, and that's <laughs> that's what vacation does to you. Yeah. We lose all this weight to go on vacation. 
We get yeah. it all back on vacation, and we lose it all, and we have to come back. Right. And that's so, just how it works. And I have a big vacation coming up, so that's why I was juicing. I was like, I'll juice until I go on vacation. But, again, I went to Atlanta. My niece got married this past week, and congratulations. congratulations. Yes, to Didi and Brandon. But um, so now I'm back. I have to get back into my groove, so I need to hit the farmer's market tomorrow. <laughs> Look, don't call me. <laughs> My fridge is full of kale and spinach, and anyone who follows me on Snapchat, you guys have seen all the plant-based recipes. I'm so over it. So, how many more days do you have? Are you counting? Oh, I don't know. I haven't been counting. Really? There's no, there's no deadline. There's but no, like, you're just trying date. to beat the boot, aren't you? You know, I'm always up uh, for a good competition. You know, <laughs> so the difficulty is that there is no winning with him, though, because... You know, with with the diet that he's on, he's going to lose way more weight than me. But not that. I thought he went vegetarian or no meat. No, he he pretty much only eats meat. No, I meant before. So he said he did it for six months. So he did. It was about six months that he was vegetarian when we first met. So when we first met, he was vegetarian. Um, My goal is to go longer. Mm-hmm. See, that's all I'm talking about. So that, you know, because it actually is my goal in life to beat him in everything. <laughs> you know, we Competitions just... Competitions, everything. Then, you know, I love it. It is what it is. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I guess I could go six months. Maybe I would have needed to start counting, though. So I, I yeah. guess I'm at, like, almost two months. I yeah. think I started, like, the beginning of September. So I'm almost at two months. You started when we were on a break. Yeah, so it'd be, yeah. so it was like end August, of August. Like, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it, it's a lifestyle, you know. People it like is. they say it's a lifestyle. What we have figured out though, with me not eating meat, him being on a very strict diet of what he can eat every day, many God is just floating somewhere in between. Oh my baby, we have saved so much money on groceries really? and just food in general. Yeah. Cause we're I mean, not eating out. Cause we're not yeah. eating out. I mean, we eat out just a little bit, but then it's like so structured. So it's like, eh. yeah, it's, it's almost even, harder. Yeah, yeah. It's not even worth it. Yeah. We'll just go home yeah. and figure out what we're going to eat or whatever. Um, but that, you know, just thinking about how, whether or not you, you eat out all the time or having to plan your meals mm-hmm. really saves you so much money because you have to go into the grocery store like strategically thinking, okay, yes. if I buy this bag of spinach, how long is this going to last? How many? What am I going to make this week? Mm-hmm. Um, so I love that part about it. I'm excited to keep going because we can, you know. Plus, it's new recipes. You find new things that you can make. You guys know I love Pinterest. And mm, so in my next <laughs> life, I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom blogger that makes plant-based recipes <laughs> and sells Pampered Chef on the side. That is my next life. That's what I'm going to do. Why Pampered Chef? <laughs> well, because it's the one like multi-level marketing that you can actually like. I feel like I would enjoy like being a stay-at-home food blogger. Uh, well, yes, yes, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So I can do like spots in each one of my right. my recipes. Like, oh yeah, because what you really need is this Dutch oven, right? And pampered chef you has know, it for you. <laughs> I still cannot find my pizza stone from when I moved. Really, I have no idea where it is. And I gave you so much crap for having a pizza stone. Yes. And now I, I can't it. find it. I hope you find it. Did you put it in one of my donate boxes? I didn't. I promise you I didn't. All right. Look, Look I, love, right. I love that you have all these kitchen supplies. <laughs> I envy your kitchen. Okay? 
Okay. And if I wasn't with somebody that was so cheap, I could, <laughs> I too could have a pizza stone and a grater and a peeler and a juicer and a spiraler and three different sizes of crock pots and a Nutribullet and I could have all these things. However, comma. The way the finances in my relationship are set up. Uh, right. As we're talking about finances this week. <laughs> he would be like, you finna do what with that? How many times you going to use it? I will tell you. So that juicer, I broke it back out because I spent about $300 and something dollars on it. And I juiced. And then I didn't juice anymore. Because it takes a lot. It does. You know what I mean? Like to be consistent with it because then you have to be mindful. Okay. When did I make this? How long does it last in the refrigerator? Mm-hmm. All of those things because it's not, you know, it's fresh. It's not no preserv- preservatives or anything. So yeah. I'm ashamed to say I've used my juicer one time. What? One time. <laughs> it is packed neatly in a box in oh, my yeah. pantry. Oh, and that's the thing. You know me. I keep all the boxes for my appliances. I do too. It's like, what so am I going to do? <laughs> But they also store better in a box. so I should be using it. It shouldn't be stored in the box. But my brother bought me that because I begged for it for Christmas one year. I was like, I'm a a juice. I need a juice. And you're a vegetarian now. You should definitely be juicing. Great. Nobody got time to buy eight or six oranges to to get like half a cup of juice. (laughs) Anyway, so speaking of finances, right? Tonight's topic is who should manage the finances. Love and finances. They're like oil and water. Yes. I it think, shouldn't be. <laughs> it shouldn't be, but it is. I think it's, again, when you you meet someone and that's never really a topic that comes up. How does that really come up? So there was this poll that I saw that asked, um, when do you talk to your partner about finances? Mm-hmm. And here were the categories. Several months in, a year plus into the relationship, never when you're engaged, the first date, or after marriage. Oh, gosh. So I'm somewhere between never. No, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm somewhere between several. Wait, what was it? Several months in. A year plus, never, never, when engaged, first date or after marriage. Yeah, I'm between engaged and a year plus, like somewhere in between there because. uh, So when you say finances, how in depth of a conversation would you or have you gone into with your, your partner? Is it. Hey, this is my annual salary. This is the number of my debt. This is my credit score. This, and these are my, I don't know, finance goals. So I've, in my past relationship, that's probably the one where I probably should have had the conversation because we were living together. But so there were certain things that I knew about his finances, just in Mm -hmm. certain situations that popped up. And, um, for me, I think he probably assumed what my finances were based on, oh, but which is a great point. So you meet someone and they have a nice car, they have this nice house, you know, they have a good job. You just automatically what? Assume yes that they're financially sound or whatever. So we never really had an in-depth conversation. Like he never asked me how much money I made. I think I I may have known how much he made. He may have told me. 
But for me, if you ask me, I have no problem telling you. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So I have no problem How revealing. long into the relationship? Two months in. I wouldn't, yeah. If someone Thursday. asks me how much, no. Dude, what you want to know how much I made for? You hear me? Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> like, I'll tell you anything yeah. after the third date. Yeah, because what you don't want, I mean, especially, <clears throat> excuse me, not on the first date, because, dude, I don't you run around telling my business. I don't even know you. Okay, second date. Yeah, no. Third date. I have to know if I like you. And I mean, lately it takes longer than that. <laughs> okay. So, you know, I liken everything to how we how we operate in other facets of our life, right? Mm-hmm. If you were looking for a job yes. and you interviewed for this job, let's say you're on the second interview and they say, okay, hey, cutie, we like you. Mm-hmm. We want to hire you. Can you give us your current salary? Yeah, I would. But I wouldn't give them my exact salad. I don't think you should ever give them your exact salad. Go high. True. That's a whole other conversation. True. But yeah. You shouldn't because technically <laughs> it is illegal. Um, but thinking about how we, how and when we share certain information and who we share it with, mm-hmm. yet we're really hesitant to share it in situations where it really could benefit, not necessarily benefit, but where it really matters though. Like, so if you meet this guy and you're serious with this guy and vice versa, he's serious with you or whatever. I think like you asked me, if that's a deal breaker, you just Mm -hmm. need to know it early on. I don't, I, I personally don't think someone's salary would be a deal breaker, right? but their finances, their... Well, let me say this. So I like where you're going with that because... Find like that isn't a deal breaker for me. Like mm-hmm. it's never. But again, your your list of deal breakers changes when you go through different situations. It absolutely <clears throat> does. But I would say it's not only that you have the debt. What are you doing to lower your debt? I think that would be the deal breaker for me because if I at one point decided to live beyond my means, and you know, I know if I want to get out of debt. I put some things in place. If I have to get a second job, if I need mm-hmm. to take on something else to get the debt down, that's just what I'll do. So I would want someone else with that type of mindset. For me, it is not the fact that you have the debt mm-hmm. to me. I want to know how you how you got right. it. Right. What right? kind of debt is it? That's right. really important to me only mm-hmm. because I do believe in shared debt. I do believe once we decide that we're going to commingle our finances, commingle our lifestyle, right? So we're living together. Um, you're bringing in X, I'm bringing in X or whatever, and we're putting that in the same pot. I think I take on his debt. He takes on my debt. That's just how I roll. Now, education debt to me is just different. I value education debt over a home, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think if there is ever anything you should ever invest in, it should be yourself right. and it should be for education. Nobody can ever take that from you. Right. The reason I think I'm okay with taking on education debt too is because you having this education also contributes to you having a particular job, mm-hmm. which contributes to the money that you're bringing in this household. Right. So it'd be unfair for me to say, I'm not going to help you pay back your student loans with my salary, but your salary of being a physician pays our bills. So I still, like, we were talking about it during Facebook Live, I still think that's a personal debt. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Because even if we're not in a relationship, that's something you're still going to have. Not to say, oh, because I'm not benefiting from it down the line, I shouldn't have to pay for it. But I could see if you we were together when you decided to go to school and together we decided mm-hmm. to take on that debt. Yes, but I'm single. You know, I've gone to grad school. So I was single when I did it. I don't feel like bringing that to the table is someone else's responsibility. But at the same time, when we're factoring in the bills and what I can contribute to the household, mm-hmm. that should be factored in for me. So no, we're not going to split everything down the middle. I think it's... How do you determine what you split? So I feel like we definitely split the house bills. Like if we're, let's say we're living together. What if it's your house and you have a mortgage on it? You're living here? Yeah. Which is technically debt though, right? Right. But if you're living here, but do you not have to pay to live somewhere? You do, but I don't have to contribute to paying down your mortgage. Okay, and then so you then don't have to live when here. When we break up, this is what I'm saying. No. So would you be okay with moving out of your house if I say, well, maybe it's not really fair that my my half of whatever is contributing to your mortgage, mm-hmm. which gets paid down, okay. right? And so let's say we live together for three or four years. We decide we don't want to be together anymore. I've helped you pay down your mortgage for three or four years. Mm-hmm. When I leave, I don't get no, any of that money back. But when you, you're renting either. But you get to sell your home <laughs> yeah. and make you you're gonna but make back whatever can I tell that you how money. Three is. to four years on a thirty year mortgage is nothing. Maybe so, but three to four years on a student loan, which in some cases are the same amount but of a mortgage, again, is nothing. If you decide and we're in a relationship and it's better, okay. So that kind of came up when my ex and I are moving in together. Mm-hmm. It made sense for us to move into my house because it was cheaper than buying something else. So mm-hmm. if you're worried about paying down your debt, you should be more concerned about living somewhere that's cost efficient and not because it's my home. And when you leave, you don't have anything to it. But again, yeah. that's like going into a marriage with a prenup because when we're moving in together, we're thinking this is going to go further. Yeah. So at the same time, this is temporary. I mean, you know, I believe in prenups. So, oh, girl, I believe I'm all in a for prenup. It. If you're already married, get you a post nup, get you a during nup, <laughs> a during nup, get you an after nup. <laughs> if you all of a sudden decide you're gonna have kids, maybe do like some kind of childcare nup. I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing. But I believe in all of it. So, I mean, you may not want to move into this house because it's, but if the mortgage is cheaper than us going to buy some new place because you want to feel comfortable, dude, you have debt. What's more important to you? And to me, that says more about that person, and that may be a deal breaker for me. So instead of you focusing on paying your debt down, you're worried about moving. No, into I'm this saying, home. what if this person has no debt? Oh, then fine. You don't want to move here. If you come into a relationship with someone who maybe they're anti-debt, right? Okay. They're they're on the Dave Ramsey kick, mm-hmm. right? And but you love them though. Yeah. Everything else about them you absolutely love. You can see yourself spending the rest of your life with this person or mm-hmm. whatever. And he's like, "Hey cutie, one I think you should sell this house. I think, you know, I don't know. Maybe you need to have a cheaper car. I, you know, whatever." Yeah. And let's say you guys are to the point where you're ready to get married, but he feels like, mm, "I don't want to pay for your fancy car. I don't want to split that in half. I don't want to pay for a fancy house. I don't think mm-hmm. that's worth it." I don't, you know what I mean? Whatever those expenses Where are. Where we living? Because <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> Where are you living now, bruh? Like, but those are things you find out before you get to the point of wanting to mm-hmm. be with this person. So, so that's, that's the thing. When do you have that conversation but no, of how will our lifestyle change? I think would come out way before you get to that point because what kind of car is he driving? Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. where is he living? What are some of his goals? Because not to say everyone wants to 
have a house or whatever, mm-hmm. but dude, where are you planning on living for the rest of your life? You're going to rent? You're going to, you know, what are you going to yeah, do? Yeah, but some people, do. I'm saying, what if his goals are like, well, I think we could, I don't know, save $5 million over the next 10 years, save or earn $5 million over the next 10 years and live off the dividends and interest and we could retire early and we could travel the world and we could have a home or we could have rental property so or whatever. Wrong with that? I'm asking you, would you Uh-oh. be willing to change the lifestyle that you currently have? Oh, yeah. I mean, to be with him. I told you, my next car gonna be a scooter. Girl, girl you're so ridiculous. Chat at, at, um, humidity gonna <laughs> hit that natural hair on that good July day and you're gonna be like, I'm over it. <laughs> I'm getting a car. I'm over it. But I need everything. <laughs> so I see, I mean, I think that, well, for one, I haven't. So the guy I'm dating now, he doesn't believe in credit cards. Mm-hmm. That's his, you know, thing. So he coming into the relationship and we had this conversation. I told you today, he doesn't have that kind of debt. He doesn't have school loan debt. Mm-hmm. But me, I'm the person that even in my previous relationship, it was still about those are my personal, that's my personal debt. So it's not something that we're splitting. Okay. But because we are sharing the household bills, you know, it's still helping me pay off my other debt mm-hmm. because, you know, single income versus a dual. So, you know. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think that's interesting. I think it's like, would, who, who should manage the finances in that instance? Right. Would he, and I'm not saying him specifically, mm-hmm. your boo, but would, would a man be okay with a woman taking care of the finances? If up to this point she has debt, she has credit card debt, she has student loan debt, she has car debt, whatever. So, but then he doesn't, he's coming to the relationship with none of that plus uh-huh. an income. Is Would it be fair if he's like, mm, you don't have a good track record of managing money because you so have no. yourself in all this debt? This is the thing though. It's one thing to be able to pay your bills versus just having debt. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't have creditors calling me. There's no one calling me to collect money. I pay all my bills. You know, nothing's mm-hmm. past due. So when we're looking at paying our bills, I think that's what the difference is. So if I'm tasked with paying our bills, yes, I can definitely manage that. Easily. So when you say paying the bills, it's literally like, you know, the energy bill is due on the 12th. Let's pay that. The phone bill is due. Mm-hmm. The rent is due or whatever. So it's really, yeah. But when you think about managing a finance, managing the finances of a household but that's from where I was a short-term, going long-term perspective, yeah. how do you do that? Because you do it together because we have to set the budget. Mm-hmm. I would say, first of all, that's setting the budget. What is in this budget? How we, you know, savings, travel, all of that should be in this budget. So what if, but I'm saying, but if one party is coming into the relationship with debt, okay, what they can contribute to these other activities, mm-hmm. saving, traveling, but, whatever, could be compromised because they're paying debt. Mm-hmm. Thus, holding the other person back, nobody wants to go to Bali by themselves, right? You want to go with your boo, but then, then it's pay like... For it, dude. <laughs> Again, is that a life necessity at this point for me? Do you know what I mean? So we all have to make choices and sacrifices. It's not, when you're looking at a relationship, it's just not about dollars and cents. A lot of it is though, because I think the dollars and cents are like, I think it's embedded in like your core values, like what you have value, right? So if, if, if your man is like today, hey cutie, I really want to travel. And then you say, I really want to travel too. Mm-hmm. And he says, but I don't want to travel on any debt or whatever. I want to solely do it on, you know, then money you that you have to saved. wait. 
until I'm debt free, if that's your choice. And you know what I'm saying? So again, but if he says, if you know, you could just sell your car I and could. then we could do that. Are, then, are no. you saying I would rather have this item than no. to go travel with but the person? What I, I would say is then what's the option? Cause I need to get to work and I need to get around. Yeah, so I'm you wondering. Driving I mean, me? Do you know what I mean? Well, like, no. It's unfair <laughs> to say there's no other option than a brand new car. <laughs> right. No, but no, you said sell your car. Yeah, so, so that you don't have debt, meaning like okay. buy a car that's well, paid for. So I couldn't, you know, it wouldn't. Yeah, but I'm saying having a car that you don't have to pay a monthly car payment on. Okay. I have no problem with that. <laughs> so, but having the things that we have and the debt that we have, I think in some ways is embedded in our core values, right? Like, wanting to have nice things or wanting to live in a particular place mm-hmm. um, and wanting those things before we can pay for it in cash. So saying I'm willing to take on this debt mm-hmm. to have this whatever particular item or whatever yeah. it is. But that's because I'm single. So it's just mm-hmm. me. You know what I mean? When you come into a relationship, it's not just about the finances. You have to compromise on a lot of things. People mm-hmm. have children. I don't have children. Am I? Do I have to deal with that? If you want to be with this person, yes. So there are things. You have to compromise on both Ooh, of this us. This is a good one. <laughs> so if your partner has kids mm-hmm. and you're in charge of the finances, are you okay with some of your income going towards the care for the children? And they're not yours. But if we've decided to live together and mm-hmm. we're a family, they kind of, not that they're physically yours, but I'm saying, what if they life. don't even live there? What if they live with their other parent? But, but it's still maybe part of your life. Yeah, so I don't understand how debt isn't part of your life, though. Because that's something to me, you accrued before you but met it's this my person. Pers- but that's you cannot. But those but are can, personal kids. Listen, <laughs> you cannot compare credit card debt to someone's child. But in my opinion, because they cost the same amount. <laughs> no, because I feel like you decided to have children. That's you know, mm-hmm. credit card debt. So let me ask you. <laughs> I so, don't compare. So the two. in the that's in good. the in the situation that Mary J. Blige is going through with her ex, mm-hmm. and they were married for a particular period of yes. time, and she maybe in that time cared for his mm-hmm. children. Oh, she absolutely. Yes, she did. Do you think him asking her for child support, saying, "Well, yes. for this period of time that"? You know, we've been together. My kids are accustomed to this particular lifestyle because you helped provide it. And I think you should continue to do but that. But this is what he also did. He was her manager. So, dude, you had a job. With mm-hmm. any job, when you lose your job, you lose the income. Cut it out. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm saying they were married, though. And so I, yeah. in some states, but she's is point, obligated. Though. Like, her income is included right. with kids and the child support. Right. Well, not in all states. I don't know. Yeah, some states. But, I don't know which ones. But in some states, it is. Right. So then that's something, you know, if it's not, but dude, that's not part of my debt anymore. Mm-hmm. You need to get a job to take care of your children. But that's like saying that she has to keep him living the exact same lifestyle. No, dude, I don't understand that. Yeah, I'm always on the fence about that, too. I yeah. never really know. Did you see the rundown? A personal chef, if you don't get your ass out of here, like seriously. Girl, look, see, I'm of the mindset, it don't hurt to ask. <laughs> you don't well, lose fine. nothing by asking. Well, and in that situation, of course his lawyer told him to look, go go high. If me and the they gonna go low. It, I'm gonna send him a listen like you know I started this plant based diet when we were together. You know what? And I'm used to the high grade products, all organic. Because that's what you let me buy when we went to the farmer's market. And that's what I need to continue. But I'm just saying, and thinking about like long term, I just Mm -hmm. don't think it is 
possible. And and maybe that's just because I, I just haven't seen it and I can't see it. I don't think it's possible to sustain a long-term relationship or marriage with my dad and your dad. I just don't think, I think it's going to get commingled somewhere. So I also feel like, I mean, it is commingled just because it's not listed as, oh, a house bill. Mm -hmm. If we're saying, if we make equal salary, I think that's a different discussion. Do you know what I mean? But what if you lose your job? I was actually going to say that. So if I lose my job, well, for one, are we married? If we're not married, I but can... you're living together. Let's say you're living together. Let's say you've been together. But what's five your question? Years. Because if you've been together five years mm-hmm. and you lose your job mm-hmm. for whatever reason, and you, I don't know, run through your severance, or maybe you don't even get a severance, and I don't know, whatever the situation is, you don't have no money, right? Mm-hmm. And you have debt, maybe okay. uh, I'll say credit card debt and student loan debt, okay. right? Because everything else you can probably get rid of. Yeah. Like but there's the options for that too. I mean, they have insurance now on your credit cards for when you lose your job. They also have for your student loans. You know what I mean? So there's ways mm-hmm. to kind of put those things on hold as well. I don't feel like anything is, I think the probably more important would be your car payment, things like that. And yes, you can get rid of your car. So. Yeah. I was thinking stuff, so stuff you can get rid of. I just feel like you should just get rid of and be done with that. Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't, you're saying you wouldn't want or you would be okay with your partner saying you need to go figure something out because that's not my day. You, you need to have figure to out how to tell me for that it. because of the type of person I am. So I think that at the root of it, who are you dealing with? Mm-hmm. And if you don't know the type of person you're dealing with, you probably shouldn't be getting married outside of finances. Is this person a go getter or are they going to lose their job and be sitting around, you know, waiting for you to take care of them? Yeah, I'm just saying. I've never happen, had right? that. Just no, like and it, it does. Yeah, but I've never. I would be at the damn corner store working at the corner store. I would be at Walmart. Like I'm the type of person I'm going to do what I need to do. Where would your check go though? So if you're to getting this Walmart bills. check, does yeah. your check go towards, are you still paying 50% of the household bills? And then what happens with your debt? That's what I'm saying. But that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, anything I can put on hold until I get back on my feet will be put on hold. But household bills are how I have to have somewhere to live. So you're okay. If you get married, mm-hmm. you're going to go 50-50 on everything. I don't know. I think it depends on how much the salary, the difference in the salaries. I think people doing 50-50 on everything is crazy. So I did that in my last relationship, but I mm-hmm. made more money. But did I also had, like- no, but I also had more debt. Do you know what I mean? So it came out to, it probably was even once you put in all of my debt, like student loans compared to him having none. Do you know what I mean? My credit card debt. Like, so. What do you mean it's even? My debt mm-hmm. probably brought my salary down to where we were probably even. Oh, I see. So what it you're made saying. sense to yeah. just split the, That's what I'm talking about when you need to consider the person's debt and where mm-hmm. they're at. Because it's not just, oh, okay, here are the bills, split them 50 50. No. How are we building together? Like back to your point, mm-hmm. if you're not taking, yeah, I had this debt on my own. Dude, what did you ask me about my debt? Because mm-hmm. like I said, if I may not ask him, but if you need to know and you have this specific lifestyle, you might want to ask those questions. You know, I think it, I think it's definitely about the person. I'm perfectly fine with taking on the debt. Um, mm-hmm. and, 
again, maybe it's just because in my particular situation, I met him while he was in school. Mm -hmm. So at no point, like two years in, I could be like, what? Mm -hmm. You have student loan debt? And that's what I mean. That would be like, girl. (laughs) You know damn well. I mean, technically, even though he kind of did go to school for free, he still had, you know. There's expenses. Yeah, other expenses. But it's like, now I will say maybe a year or two in, it was like, oh, how much is it? Right. Bruh. (laughs) Oh, like, I think the number can be sobering. Like, Mm oh, yeah, I guess that is how much it costs. <laughs> like, right. that's just like, oh, okay. And so even now when we're planning things or whatever, he'll be like, now, you know, mm-hmm. that's Keisha. The, the number you have in your mind is not a real number. This is <laughs> the, real, the real number, right? <sighs> you know, right when I thought we was about to plan like an annual trip to Bali, like right. every single year. We were, no, he he he's like, mm. yeah. But I think, but it's sacrifice that you probably you won't have to be making that your entire life. So yeah, the same time I mean, this person, if if he would just listen to my plan, which is I think you should just do what the Obama said. You should just write a book and then use your book deal money to pay oh, off yeah. your student loans. Mm-hmm. And he's a great thing. writer. Like, yeah, doing that. Okay. There are people putting books out all the time. That's what I'm saying. A little manual. Yeah. What did we talk about earlier? A manual on how to attend a workshop. Yes. <laughs> how to make the most out of your free workshops. <laughs> sign up for twenty ninety nine. Twenty ninety nine. Like, are you? Are you, did you sign up for a free workshop? Here's your guide to getting the most out of that free workshop. <laughs> For the low price of $9.99. Look, guys, y'all think I'm playing. Find that on, on the Drink to Remarry website in like two weeks. It's going to be up. <laughs> but I just feel like finances are huge. And you brought up a great point. I mean, in this day and age, companies are laying people off left and right. True. And if you aren't, you know, so many people, oh, I'm ride or die. Are you? What happens when that dude loses his job? So and true. he was the primary breadwinner. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, are you going to stop getting your every two week manicure and pedicure? You know what I mean? What's going to stop so that you can help maintain the household until he gets back on his feet? I think it's a lot to ask of someone who has, here is where I think I kind of differ a little bit. One, I think people should be together longer before they um, like commingle finances mm-hmm. and decide to live together or whatever. Absolutely. Because I, I think there's something to be said for a couple of years in, maybe three years in. I think at that point it does kind of turn into a we mm-hmm. and an hour and, yeah. um, you know, what's our plan. And mm-hmm. so I think you need a year or two to kind of discuss, oh, well, here's, here's what I thought about life five or 10 years or 20 years from now. Mm-hmm. And, um, there is a, a, a family therapist. I have to find her name. Um, and she's based out of, her name is Cora Heptas, Heptas, H-E-H-I-E-T-P-A-S. I have no idea how do you pronounce that. Anyway, I was listening to her talk. And the one thing that she advised that couples do, because she does like premarital counseling, mm-hmm. is they should both write down their goals. Mm-hmm. Um, 
one year, I think one year, three year, and 10 year or something like that. But write them down separately. Right. So, and then come together to see if there are any, um, you know, similar Similarity, goals yeah. or whatever. And then kind of build a plan and work on that together. But I, I just thought that was interesting because I think sometimes in life we, we all have different goals and understanding that our goals are sometimes, you know, the result of our life and our mm-hmm. life experiences and our core values and how you handle money could be kind of like how your parents handle money. Mm-hmm. And, but I also think just because you come together as a couple that one's person's goals should take precedence over the other. You should definitely be making plans so that both people are meeting their goals because that's ultimately what's going to keep them happy. Yeah. And happy isn't from the other person. You have to be happy And I think with communicating it, you know, mm-hmm. so communicating, if you have this particular goal of, you know, at some point I want to, um, I don't know. Start your own business. That's major, people. Start That's your own major. business. How much money do I think I'm going to need for that in mm-hmm. reserves? You know, how much time do I think I need to devote? Am I, am I going to need to quit my full time job in order to take on this business? And, and what is that going to look like? So, how much money do I need to save up, or do I need to, I don't know, start my business as a hobby or whatever until I get to the point where I can quit my job? Right. And I think, but you have to communicate it. I, I just think that's the biggest thing because. You don't know what your partner's goals are until they actually tell you. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, if my goal, if my goal has always been to buy a Porsche, then I think that's fair for me to say to my, right. to my spouse or my partner so that when I come home with one, <laughs> You're it ain't not like, surprised. <laughs> excuse me, ma'am. We're not going to Bali. No, we're going to ride in this Porsche. Baby, get in <laughs> boot, top down. Let's get it. <laughs> my goal is to be, um, a housewife. Thank you very much. You want to go ahead and state that day one, probably. I'm going to say you want to state that day one. Yeah. Not like four years in. Like what? You oh, put you didn't your know job. that this was just temporary. My long-term goal was really to stay at home with our non-existent children. Right. With the dog. With the dog. <laughs> Yeah. Or, hey, if my goal really is to be a food blogger and to sell Pamper Chef on the side, I should probably say that. Yes, absolutely. Now. <laughs> but like you said, that goes into the goals. That's If those are your goals, then you shouldn't carry a lot of debt because, you know what I mean? You want to do things that don't necessarily make money. <laughs> or have a plan to get out of it. Right. I think... We think about things in the extreme, right? Yes, we do. But here's a very simple example. If I feel like my ideal future is, you know, not having a whole lot of debt, Mm -hmm. maybe some debt or whatever, but I want to retire and have enough money to care for myself and my family after retirement. Mm -hmm. And maybe I've read all the blogs and looked at all the books or whatever. And that number is, let's just say 5 million, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm actively working towards that. So I'm, I'm stocking away money in my 401k and I'm saving, you know, every bonus that I get. And, and I'm not living an extravagant lifestyle. I'm living a very meager lifestyle because in my mind, I need to save money for retirement. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then I meet a guy who maybe doesn't have the same background that I have. And he feels like, 
Well, tomorrow isn't promised. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's seen some people in his life close right. to him pass away, right? And seen people work their whole lives and never get that, mm-hmm. you know, that that thing that they desire to have. And so he feels like I'm not going to stock away all my money for when I get 65 and I'm old and decrepit. Right. Or I, I want to spend my it. money now. Mm-hmm. I think that's realistically what's happening in people's lives every day. It's this struggle yeah. of like ha- saving for the future, but then. We're not guaranteed to make it there. Yeah. It's like, dude, if you bring home another pair of Gucci loafers. Girl, there's so many Jordans out there. I had no idea. (laughs) And then, you know, because he might be like, well, this is my hobby and I'm not going to live forever. And I just want to enjoy this this pair of shoes, these these 11s or whatever that I never had when I was 11 and I really want them. And then you looking at your 401k, like we could have, we could have put that here. But I think that goes to say, I mean, do you find someone that has the same value on money or do you find someone that has the opposite to balance you out? I mean, where do you go with that? (laughs) Because we both going to be spending a check. (laughs) running up the check. Right. (laughs) I think there's one, I think because love just can't be focused around money and finances. However, it's such an integral part of relationships. Um, and because society has said that if you talk about these things too early on, if you put people in a box based on how much money they make or based on their finances, then you get labeled as gold digger, gold digger or opportunist yeah. or whatever. Um, scammer. Scammer, <laughs> right? So it's unfortunate. There is no... There is no great way to go about it. I think you just have to lead from a place of what is it about this person that you truly enjoy and do you really want to spend the rest of your life with this person, whether you guys have $10 or $10 million. And that's honestly, because that's where I was going with it, just in regards to the whole losing a job. Nothing's guaranteed. So Mm -hmm. I need to want to be with this dude broke or balling because... Mm -hmm. I, otherwise, because if it's just about the money, you're not going to be happy in either of those situations. You're absolutely not. I think there is no, there's just no way to say, oh, if if we had this much more money or if we save this mm-hmm. money and we could retire. Okay. So what if you guys work really hard and you work for 10 years and you have all this money saved, you get to retire early and you realize huh? I actually don't like traveling with you. Or I don't want to be sitting in this house with you. I'm going back yeah. to work. I mean, you know, so it's, yeah. I don't like you <laughs> as much as I thought I did. But I didn't know that because we had both been working so, so furiously hard. for the right. last 10 years. Could you imagine? Oh my goodness. It's like. Yeah. Dude, you ain't got no hobbies. It's, right. There's nothing that you like to do besides, right. oh, I thought you just liked working because we were working towards something. I realized that was your hobby. <laughs> you right. Know what I mean, like, it's so true. Yeah, I want someone I can just chill with all the time, even if we're not spending money. Because at the end of the day, when you're old, no matter how much money you have, you get old and you can't do the things you used to be able to do. It's so true. You have to be able to just genuinely enjoy each other's company. company. Yeah. Me and the boo went to the to our matinee movie. What'd you see? The Accountant. How was it? It was actually really good. I wanted to see that. It was I really want good. To see that. Yeah, you should go see it. it was really. But don't good. go see it if you ain't see Birth of a Nation yet. I yeah, my Birth of mm-hmm. a Nation stub. So I know. I'm allowed to go see other yes. films now. But I'm just saying, everybody else out there. <laughs> 
because I know y'all been slack. We're going to see this movie. It's the third week it's been out. Go see it. Please do. And when you get done, go sneak into the accountant. <laughs> but it was good, though. I mean, of course, we got there a little bit late. Look, look. Again, we're on this budget thing, and getting to the movies at 10 o'clock in the morning is not as easy as <laughs> it should be. It should not. Roll out of bed and roll up into that movie. Right. So, luckily, <laughs> we go to the theater where you pick your seat, so you know where you're going to sit, whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, it was just really enjoyable because we get to laugh and we Mm -hmm. we get to talk to each other during the movie. So that's like important to me because I'm a talker. So I have to be in the movie (laughs) with someone else who's not like, shh, you know? (laughs) And so, cause he, he's not a talker, but he's okay with talking through the movie. Okay. Right. So (laughs) we get to just talk and, Mm -hmm. and laugh at parts of the movie that aren't even supposed to be funny, Funny. but it's like, bro, you would have totally messed that up. (laughs) That flip you would have did that. Right. Like, what do you think that happened? This is my theory. This is who I think mm-hmm. is the villain. And and he's okay with that, right? So mm-hmm. we get to do that. And it's just like, at 65 when we're retired and we're going to matinees or on the senior discount, yes. I'm going to be cool with that because yeah. it's like, this is, this is my ace. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And that's what I'm talking about. I mean, listen, got home from the wedding, right? <laughs> got home from Atlanta. Got here. Doing stuff, you know, trying to finish his costume still. She's been working on his costume six months. Yes, I feel like (laughs) it. And Bay came over, watched sports. We watched football, fell asleep on the couch. Mm -hmm. I would wake up at 11 o'clock. The late game was still on in overtime. We acted like we saw the whole game. (laughs) Ain't seen a lick. Don't know what happened. All we saw was overtime. (laughs) One quarter, but was all into it. Like, yo, you know. But those are the things. Like, yeah. We spent money on food, but that was about it. We're in the house doing nothing. You know what I mean? If you don't have someone you can do that with, find somebody else. Yeah, I think the matter of managing the finances is it's being major. sure that you know who the person is in the beginning. You know, mm-hmm. and and if there are aspects of that person that maybe you don't particularly agree with, but if the bigger picture is you love this person, right. right? Like the boo calls me a check runner. Like that is his nickname for me. She He's like, it doesn't matter check. how, when, where, what it's on, you will run up the check. Yeah. We could be at the farmer's market. I'm in there like, yeah, we should get 30 eggs. 30 eggs. You know, we at Target. Oh, you know what? I forgot I had one of this particular thing. Like, it no, doesn't matter. You need it. Because I need everything in Walmart and Target. I hate going to stores We like that. literally mm-hmm. went to Target to get body wash and spent like $35. Yeah. I swear you don't come like, out of those stores without spending at least $50 every time you go in. I need all of it. Mm. All of it I need. Yeah. I'm not even going to, you know, hopefully by the time this airs, he will have found out about my Trader Joe's <gasps> trip this morning. But you know you can't leave Trader Joe's without dropping a dime. Listen. And by dime, mean, I mean like a, a hundred. Right. A hundred. <laughs> yes. But I needed hair products. And he'll be like, but then you just buy hair products? You just want to run the You know, this up. good natural hair soak up a lot of product. I need to try different things every day. But <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just kind of having this understanding. And when I'm getting off track, because he loves me, mm-hmm. there's a loving way that he says, yes, we collectively had a goal. Right. 
Or even if we didn't collectively have it, I had it and you agreed to it. Right. There was a consensus Mm -hmm. that occurred. What we don't have a consensus on is you you running up this check. Running up the check (laughs) on this particular thing because we didn't go to a consensus on that. And then I have to just like, oh my God, you get on my nerves so bad. Like, (laughs) you're not my dad. And I can do what I want to do whenever I want to do it. And then he could be like, he'd be looking at me like, but you're not finna spend this money, down. <laughs> you can't tell me what to do. I'm an adult, and I can do what I want to do. And then he'd be like, "That's fine, but you're not gonna spend right. this money." <laughs> and then I pout, and I pout. You know and what? Carry on with my life. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're ten minutes crazy. later, I'm on to something else anyway. Right, right. <laughs> over. It's over. We have that conversation. Like yes. what? Boy, I was just playing. Ain't nobody right. finna go down there and buy that. I don't even want that anymore. Like, <laughs> you still, talk, why are you always bringing up? Oh, like, did we not move on? Right. I moved on. Could you move on? Exactly. You always on my neck. Like, <laughs> yeah. stop breathing down my neck. Yeah. Ain't nobody even looking at shoes online <laughs> at this moment. I was just trying to see, like, <laughs> if they was gonna have sales for Christmas. Yeah, that's no, that's our whole life. It is <laughs> in October. <laughs> I'm just checking on the sales, trying to see what's out for the winter line. Yeah, <sighs> finances. Mm-hmm. Don't let a check runner manage your finances. Listen, that well, is the key to life. <laughs> as long as you pay them bills before you run that check. No. Yeah, but if you if you got a check runner in your life. You got to micromanage. It's just, it yeah. is what it is. Nobody likes it. I don't like to be micromanaged, and but I'm a check runner. We so didn't I have to be get into this portion of it, but the whole trust factor. Like if you give someone the responsibility of taking care of the bills and bills start showing up late or the amount due is a hundred dollars, but I'm going to just put 50 on it because I need to go get my manicure and pedicure. Hey. How does that impact the relationship? I personally feel like, I mean, it's 2016. You should be able to guard against that anyway, right? Like, if you don't have online banking, if you don't have, like, right, if you're not but, looking at your bills online, how do you not know that, like, when you get the next bill, how do you not know they they only pay half of it? But that's my point. So, is it a trust issue at that point? Do you no longer get to take care of the bills because you're not taking care of them in a way, manner that I think they should be? Um, I personally kind of put that in the same category as like cheating. Yeah. I really do. I feel like if you Absolutely. said, if, if you said you were going to pay this bill or whatever, you if you're going to pay the rent <laughs> and then you didn't pay the rent and now we're like in jeopardy of not living here anymore or being put out or it's you want to pay half the light bill and, huge problem. and I didn't, or if I ask you about it too. Yes. So maybe you just didn't tell me if it was like, Oh, bae, guess what? You know, I forgot to tell you because mm-hmm. this particular thing came up or whatever. And I didn't even know that was going to come up. So I had to pay half the phone bill, but I'm going to pay the other. Like, fine, just say that. But then if I ask you and you're like, what? Ain't but half the phone bill? Or paid? I take care of the bills. So why are you worried about no, no, what you're not going to do? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I think that's like, yeah, I liken it to 
if this were your company's money mm-hmm. and you were not doing what you said you were going to do with the company's money, they would fire you fired. or they would say it's embezzlement or it's theft or whatever. Yes. And I liken it to the same thing with our household. I if, absolutely agree. Can, if we had a consensus that you were going to pay the bills with this particular money that's in our account and you don't do that. You're going to talk to me first or we're going to have a huge problem. And matter of fact, yeah, you may not be here. You're not going to use community money <laughs> right. for a self item unless yes, we, we agree about yeah, agree. Like, like you should just tell me, hey, absolutely. I want to buy this thing and I know we have enough money to pay for it. Are you okay with it? Because I know a portion of this money is yours. Mm -hmm. No, I agree with that. Actually, even if it ain't mine, do we need to come to a conclusion about it? Because I had earmarked that money for other stuff, though, Mm -hmm. that maybe I ain't told you about yet, but it was in my mind. And now I already had committed for us to go do this thing over here because I was going to ask you about it later. (laughs) And now we don't have the money for it because you spent it on Jordan. Yep. And now both of us sitting around here looking crazy. And if you had to just said something first, then we wouldn't have this issue. <laughs> but it's true. I just feel like it's a lack of communication, which yeah. to me is a huge problem in a relationship anyway. Yeah. And now you're creating trust issues because now you're not reliable with major things in my life. Exactly. And I have a problem with that. So. Like, yeah. bro, you ain't paid a light bill. Right. You never liked to get cut off. Though. Right. Like. I'm not, I love candlelight, but not by yeah, force. that's not romantic. <laughs> right, when I when have you're, when, to be. When the house smells because the food is spoiling in the Listen, fridge, it's not romantic. Not at all. So you still, you wasted more money. Yeah, I think there should be joint management of the finances. That's how I personally feel. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like one person should bear the burden of managing the finances. I just think that's a lot of pressure. Like, both of y'all want stuff. Both of y'all bringing in money. Even if you're not both bringing in money, you're both spending up checks. So mm-hmm. why should I have to be solely responsible for this? We can do it together. Not necessarily like, one, I believe auto pay. I if don't. y'all ain't doing auto pay in 2016. Listen, like, I don't do auto pay in 2016. It is so easy, though. I don't do it. You just got to just set it up and forget about it. Like, it's yeah, just that's so- the problem. Mm-hmm. I love it. So I love auto pay because like, like I have a bad memory. Money. <laughs> I don't. My memory bad. I just know that. And it'll be, I'm telling you, like I kid you not, full disclosure, last month, what month are we in? This month. Mm-hmm. October. Cutie, I talked about the bill. Mm-hmm. I discussed the bill with the boo. Mm-hmm. We talked about it again. You forgot to pay it. I forgot to pay it. <laughs> talked about it with him on the day it was totally forgot and late at night i'm like laying in the bed it was a friday night too i kid you not it was Mm -hmm. a friday night i'm in laying in the bed it had to be like 12 31 o'clock and i'm like oh crap i forgot to pay this bill late fee Mm. You know, but y'all know me. I had to call them and be like, um, but I sketched my payment. And so can y'all give me back that late fee? Right. Yeah. But that's, I. so I need auto pay because I could, it's not even like, I don't want to pay it. I don't thought about paying yeah. it. I talked about paying it. We done moved the money over to yeah. pay it. All of that. Mm-hmm. Girl, what? Housewives got good or something. Or like, I'm watching Luke Cage. And Listen, I forgot. I have my handy dandy <laughs> spreadsheet that I use. So you, you know, we keep a spreadsheet or three. Yeah. And the reason I do that is because I move, not move my bills around, but so I just, um, released 
like got a new lease. Mm-hmm. And I think the due date changed. Oh, yeah. So I like to, you know, I just move mm-hmm. everything around because I like to pay my stuff ahead of, like, if it's due on the 15th, I pay it on the 1st. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even, you know. So I just like to have that control and flexibility. I mean, I guess you do with auto pay, but I'm not, I just, mm-mm. I like to control my I don't money. pay and save my life <laughs> because it would be like, oh, when is that due? I don't know. And, um, and, and the boo keeps spreadsheets because he's spreadsheet king. Spreadsheet. I love me a good spreadsheet. But, you know, then it'd be me like, well, I want to be in charge, in charge of this and in control of this. And I think we should do it this way. And then he'd be like, oh, okay. But then I don't forgot. <laughs> <laughs> and he got his spreadsheet as a backup. <laughs> or like, I'm like, actually, I think we should use this particular software and this is going to work and I'm going to load everything up mm-hmm. and then. Oh, I didn't do that right. I don't have that label right. And I'm telling you, I kid you not. Like, you can just see, like, the look on his face and be like, I'm so over her. And he'll, like, slowly open up his laptop. And he's not saying anything. And I'm just, like, talking, like, oh, I don't know why this thing adding up right in this area. And I'm having this conversation. And he's, like, pulling up his spreadsheet Mm -hmm. and, like, going down. Well, actually. Right. (laughs) And I'll just be like... Oh, that damn spreadsheet. <laughs> right. Listen. Why do you always win? <laughs> I can't. I can't. But yes, everyone has um talents. <laughs> yeah. And I'm I and I said it today. I'm a bit of a control freak and I think that's why I won't go to autopay. I like control. So yeah. Mm. You know, character flaw, but whatever. My character flaw <laughs> is that I'm flighty. And because of that, I forget everything, even stuff I said I wanted to right, do. Right. And so I have to have someone um, strong-willed, grounded. Keep, keep your strings in, in the ground so you don't go too far on flight. Yeah, you know, that's what it is. It's yes. like I'm like the balloons, right? Yes. And then the boo is like standing very grounded, holding on to the balloons. Like, I'll let you rise up a little bit to get a little wind and air, yeah. but you done lost yourself. It's time to come on back down because you don't know what you're doing. Right. You, you said you wanted this and now you're saying something else, but I'm here to just plant my feet mm-hmm. very firmly on this ground because Keep I can tell when you really want it and when you're just talking. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And if it were left up to me, we'd be broke. <laughs> I can't. Girl, I'm telling you, every six months, I'd be like, when are we going to live somewhere bigger and better? And I want this and that. And, and all I want is a scooter. <laughs> if I ever heard a lie, it's Listen, that one. I'm over buying cars. I'm over it. I'm so done with cars right Cutie, now. Cutie, I just want... Can somebody out there in the listener fear... Get, let her hold your scooter for like four days. She don't even need a whole week. Four days. I guarantee you she'll give it back in pristine condition. I be walking to work now. I do. All the way there and all the way back? Yeah. How many days a week? Because you day. work from home today, so. Well, today, yes. And actually last week, not at all. Because if I have something to do after work, oh. Yeah, he already has yeah. excuses. 
Well, but, I had a hair appointment at five o'clock. Oh, that's but right. See, so she gonna she gonna ride her scooter to the hair salon yes. and then with that fresh that Ooh. fresh press up. But I would have it wrapped and then put my helmet on because you gotta you gotta wear a helmet with a scooter. So now you're gonna. <laughs> I can't. Like, I'm anyway, not, this is me drunk and not listening to you. <laughs> oh gosh. Anyway, so that wraps up another episode yes. of Drink Till We're Merry or Drink Till Hey Cutie Gets a Scooter. <laughs> Whichever one comes first. I'm banking on the marriage, though. <laughs> um, for past episodes, you guys can find them on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Drink Till We're Married. As always, we would love for you guys to review an episode. Tell us what you think. But you know what? We love this. So we're going to continue to do it anyway. Yes, but I do. We do actually. I did go out and check iTunes. We do have a new review. Look at that. That Look came in from Amy Lane One. Love the relatable topics and great drink recipes. Good luck with season two. So oh. Thanks for listening and tuning in. Cheers. You guys are really sleeping on these drink recipes for real. They're really good. Listen, you should try one. They really are. And I'm not even, I mean, it's not like I create them myself. I definitely go find them. Some of them I probably have whipped up. You know, remixed, but they're really good. They are. Take it from us. Cause listen, Geek Goddess will definitely tell you if it's not good. <sighs> that honesty thing is, is an issue. <laughs> and it's only happened like once or twice. Curse. <laughs> but, and I mean, I take it. I take it like, okay. I understand. Yeah. What we have learned over the last two seasons is Geek Goddess doesn't like blue carousel. Yes. <laughs> I don't she like stuff that. with colors in mm-hmm. it. <laughs> blue carousel is kind of strong. But yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's the only thing that was like, eh. Yeah. Every time you make some of blue, it's like, mm-hmm. like eh. Yeah. Because I'm always don't, a little Don't do that anyway. anymore. Right. Then I always forget. <laughs> and brown liquor is a turn up. Listen. And so I've been trying to avoid vodka. Yeah. So we haven't had, well, I'm trying not to have it as much, you know trying to keep my co-hosts healthy y'all know my body is like <laughs> uh-uh girl we don't like it yeah it's happened to a lot of our friends i'm probably the only one still standing hard with the vodka but um she true to this she knew to this she true to this <laughs> hello that's my drink but yeah so we'll be trying a lot of different things so please send in your suggestions as well i'd love to try some new recipes also, if you guys didn't notice at the beginning of the episode, we didn't have a sponsor. So that's good news to everyone out there in the listener sphere. That's a new word. I'm coining I love it. Listener sphere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, who has a business or has a friend that has a business or a new venture or project that you would like for us to promote, you can hit us up. On our email at drinktillwe'remarried at gmail.com. And we can discuss with you how you can get your project, business, or initiative an ad spot on the podcast. Absolutely. We welcome it. Yes. So until the next time. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>